When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'd like to thank each and every one of you out there for attending the eulogy here on Daily Thrones for the one and only Lord Peter Baelish. He left us way too soon, really. Most of us, if not all of us, whether we liked it or not, expected to see Lord Baelish sitting on the Iron Throne one day. However, that dream of his, unfortunately, will never quite come to fruition. But with all that being said, even though Lord Baelish did not ever get to sit on the Iron Throne in his lifetime, you would be hard-pressed to be able to call Lord Peter Baelish a failure. Because for those of us who knew him best, know that Peter Baelish was the common man's folk hero. A small boy, born of a small lord, of a small house, who grew up in a small part of Westeros, commonly referred to as the Fingers. Growing up, he was often mocked for his lack of stature, and hence was given the nickname of Littlefinger. However, his lack of stature was not the thing that bothered Lord Baelish most. In fact, it was his lack of social status for not being born to a high lord of Westeros. However, Peter Baelish was one of the few in Westeros whose ambition was able to overcome his lack of status in society, as he climbed up the ladder to make a name for himself, first as a ward for House Tully, then later he was given a spot on the prestigious small council as the master of coin for King Robert Baratheon. From there he went on to earn the title of the Lord of Harrenhal as well as Lord Protector of the Erie and the Vale of Arryn. Peter was able to defy the odds by circumventing the social economic system in Westeros and climbing the ladder of wealth, power, and status that wasn't given to him at birth. Everything in life he had to earn it, and that is what I will always remember about Lord Peter Baelish. He was a man who was smart enough to know chaos isn't a pit, it's a ladder. He never clung to the illusions many others that came and went before him did, not to the realm or the gods or even love, because Lord Baelish was one of the few who figured it out. Only the ladder is real. So let's take this time to say goodbye to perhaps the greatest climber that Westeros has ever seen. If any of you out there should feel so inclined to share your thoughts about Lord Peter Baelish, please call into Daily Thrones and help us to send off one of the most influential persons to ever play this Game of Thrones that we all love so very much. Thank you, Phil, for those kind words of Peter Baelish. He was definitely a hero to a lot of the small folk, the little folk, the common people those who dreamed of climbing there was no one i think no one outside of maybe varus but no one that climbed as high as peter baelish even the master of whispers never became the lord of a great castle like harrenhal he never took control of the eerie 
People like Varys, their ambitions only went so far, and maybe just stayed to the realm. Peter Baelish had ambition that went far outside himself and reached to very, very high places. Littlefinger will absolutely be missed. It's sad that the story is turned. Sad that we're not going to have those little tiny machinations, those little tiny power plays. We're only going to have the big ones. And that's what the story needs. That's where we're going. We're heading towards solution on Game of Thrones in Season 8. Littlefinger will always be the most Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones character. The one in the shadows, the one that started it all. I loved that reveal, which first for me came in the books, but then on the show that, you know what? It was all Baelish. That's why we're here. Oh, sure, Robert's rebellion started with a lie. It started with Rhaegar and Lyanna and Robert and Ned and all these big heroes. But where we're at now, what led to the War of Five Kings, what led to Joffrey's death, and what led to so many of the things we love began with a man convincing a wife to poison her husband, sending the world into chaos, and then that chaos became a ladder. You kind of knew it was going to be done for Littlefinger the moment Bran came back and said it so plain and clear. Littlefinger was a little off his game this season. He outmaneuvered himself. He played himself into a corner. And I love the ending. He went out like a bad guy should. Like a heel should. Crying, begging dying I've never been a super fan of Sansa and I do enjoy Arya but that storyline can sometimes get muddled it might have not been the best it might have created some of the most eye rolls and debates but I think why a lot of people didn't like this storyline the fall of Peter Baelish this season is because we were watching one of our secret heroes race towards his demise. Goodbye, Peter Baelish. So long, Littlefinger. You absolutely changed the game and in many ways created the game. For that, we thank you. I want to thank Phil for his eulogy. And now we all open it up to you guys. Let's talk about Littlefinger, the death, how it happened, problems with it, things we loved, and just take a moment for Peter Baelish. Hey, Ken. Um, one thing that I just had to call in and talk about was Baelish. Our little finger finally met his end. And what an amazing way for him to go out. I literally leapt off my couch. When, when she turned to him and said Lord Baelish, the look on his face, it was acted so well. It was executed so perfectly. Um, that now will forever remain my favorite twist in any scene. Um, a lot of people are saying that's not really a twist. I don't know how, but that is, that is now my favorite twist scene in anything ever. I, I think that is absolutely perfectly done. And I almost still don't have the right words to describe it. So thanks for taking the call. Have a great night. And I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Hey, Ken, one of my favorite moments of the entire episode was the moment where Littlefinger was talking to Sansa, playing out the scenario of what would happen if Arya were actually turning on her. And then the final moment where 
he basically led her to believe that Arya would be the Lady of Winterfell. And that was, at least when I was watching, that was the moment I called it out loud. I said, she would never want that. And Sansa knows that. Arya would never want to be the Lady of Winterfell. That's never what she wanted. And I think that's the moment that turned the tide and got them to communicate and realize Littlefinger is being a manipulative little finger. Thanks, Ken. Hey, Ken. So I wanted to call in and applaud and talk about Littlefinger because he absolutely deserves it from, you know, season one to now. He was absolutely terrific in the role. Littlefinger, without question, had a major, major impact on everything that we saw just about on the show. You know, when we were doing our, you know, season MVPs and power players. He was on a lot of the season's list because he made so many things happen. But I think how he went out last night was very appropriate. He was someone who was always one step ahead, five steps ahead, in fact. But he finally overplayed his hand and it came back to get him, and I think it was the perfect way for Peter Baelish, Littlefinger, to go out. So, I just want to say to him, rest in peace, Littlefinger, you definitely made your mark. Hey Ken, I was thinking about one of the biggest questions to come from the season finale, which was, when do you think Arya and Sansa joined forces and conspired against Littlefinger? And I think the answer to that is during the, be the beginning of the season with Bran, Sansa, and Arya reunion and Bran asking them, who do you think this dagger belongs to? And I think since then they've, they've been working together. And uh, we see this throughout the season where, when we hear the raven every time Littlefinger's in the scene or when Bran is, well, in the finale when Bran was sitting next to Sansa. Uh, so that's how I, th I think it's also from the beginning of the season. I wanted to hear what your thoughts were and when do you think they joined forces? Thanks. You guys just were amazing with your little finger takes and rest in pieces. I want to say a special shout out to Say What You Feel uh, with a great eulogy for the wonderful Peter Baelish. And uh, Abdul with a great question there at the end about when do we think Sansa finally had it all click in she says she's a slow learner when did it happen for this big reveal and i think Arya, of course was on it early on i think baelish may have bested her a little bit but i think Arya was more in control than we even figured out but as far as sansa i think for the story to work it needed to kind of click in during the moments with Baelish. I love the idea that as Baelish was saying, hey, what are the scenarios? Play it out. What would Arya want? To kill you? Why would she want to kill you so, so she can be Lady of Winterfell? Well, that's not what Arya ever wanted. That's not what she would want. And that should be something that clicked in for Sansa. I think that would make the story seem uh, a little better to a lot of people who had questions with some of the writing or some of the way the plot played out. Just my two cents. Uh, we talked about it on Collider Thrones Talk. Uh, Rachel Cushing with that moment there. That I, I think that works. What she said, like that, Sansa needs to figure it out there. But then, just today, uh, Isaac Hempstead Wright saying that there was a deleted scene, a scene shot. Now, deleted scenes don't necessarily mean they're in story or canon in the in, in the actual way they they should be taken. But there was a scene shot where Sansa, at some point, 
after a lot of this stuff's happening, goes to Brad and says, hey, I need your help. And he's paraphrasing. But what's going on? Can you tell me some stuff? And that's where Brad just kind of lays it all out. Why he didn't do that before from the beginning, I don't know. And that might be why the scene wasn't put in. It seems to be a little bit out of place. That would take take away some of the drama and tension of the big reveal. So I'm happy with that scene being deleted. In fact, I'm often happy with most scenes and in, in most movies and TV shows. Uh, shows. Um, being uh, being deleted. They're deleted for, for good reason in general. Um, but if that's the case, then that would mean that Sansa, I think, fa- figured out in that final Baelish conversation as Baelish is trying to coach her through it. He's trying to manipulate her and it's just not working. It clicks in. That's the mistake of Baelish not really understanding Arya. Know your enemy. Get inside their heads. And Baelish was generally really, really, really good at that until that moment. So that's it for the day here on Daily Thrones. He wanted to just pause and take a moment to Littlefinger, to say goodbye to Littlefinger, because uh, even though that death wasn't necessarily shocking, it was the storyline this season for Baelish. It was playing out before our eyes. We just had some questions on how it was uh, executed, maybe some doubts, no pun intended, some doubts on the writing, and I understand that. Um, but that's... That's uh, all under the bridge now because Littlefinger is gone and he was an important character. Aiden Gillen was an amazing actor. He will be missed. And we said goodbye to Littlefinger and Aiden Gillen today on Daily Thrones. More tomorrow.